I call this meeting to order at 5.07 p.m. Clerk, can you please take a roll call for attendance? Yes, on the call of the roll, Commissioner Wong. Present. Wong present, Commissioner Adair. Present. Adair present, Commissioner Loftus. Present. Loftus present, Commissioner Miller is absent. Um, Officer Lasana. Present. Lasana present. Commissioner Anish is absent. Um, Officer Udding. Present. Udding present. Commissioner Colleen. Present. Colleen present. Commissioner Pimentel. Present. Pimentel present. Vice Chair Parker Plummer. Present. Parker Plummer present. Officer Hum. Present. Hum present. Officer Shaw. Absent. Commissioner M. In present, Commissioner Hillman. Absent. Um, Hillman present. Commissioner Terrell. Present. Terrell present. Commissioner Mirza. Present. Commissioner Mirza present. Um, Chair Wynn. Present. Wynn present. Wait, this is not <laughs> With um, 13 present and 4 absent, Chair, you have quorum. Thank you. So it looks like Commissioners Miller, Anish, wait, no, sorry, this is old. Um, it looks like Commissioners Shaw, Hillman, Miller, and Anish are all absent. Staff, did they provide 72 hours in advance notice? Uh, Commissioner um, Anish Miller um, provided 72 hours. Okay. So. Miller, Anish, and Miller provided 72 hours in advance notice, and Commissioner Shaw and Hillman did not. Do we have any motions on the table? I motion to excuse Commissioner Anish and Miller because they provided advance notice. Seconded by Commissioner Colleen. Commissioner Utting motion to excuse Commissioner Miller and Commissioner Anish. Um, seconded by Commissioner Colleen. Is there any discussion on this motion? Seeing none, is there any public comment? If members of the public would like to speak and have not already done so, please press star 3 or raise your hand in the WebEx app. Those in person can line up by the podium. Chair, you have no public comment. Great, thank you. Um, so now we'll be taking a voice vote. All those in favor of approving these absences, please say aye. Aye. All those opposed say nay. Great, so Commissioner Miller and Commissioner Nish are excused. Clerk, can you please call item number two? Item number two is communications. The minutes will reflect that the Youth Commission participated in this meeting in person with remote access. The Commission recognizes that public access to city services is essential and invites public participation in the following ways. First, public comment will be available on each item on this agenda. Comments or opportunities to speak during the public comment period are available via phone call by calling 415-655-0001, meeting ID 2496, 063-7834 and then pound and then pound again. Or you can join us online through the WebEx system. When connected, you will hear the meeting discussions, but you will be muted and in listening mode only. When your item of interest comes up, please dial star 3 to be added to the speaker line if you have called in, or if you're joining us via WebEx, you may also raise your hand in the app. Alternative 
Alternatively, you may submit public comment in writing in either of the following ways. Email them to the Youth Commission at youthcom at sfgov.org. If you submit public comment via emails, it will be forwarded in the commissioners to the commissioners and will be included as part of the official file. You may also send your written comments via U.S. Postal Service to our office in City Hall at 1 Dr. Carlton B. Goodlett Place, room 345, San Francisco, California, 94102. Those attending the meeting in person will have the opportunity to speak in public comment first before remote access. That concludes my communications. Thank you. Clerk, can you please call item number three? Item number three is approval of agenda. Okay, so commissioners, please take this time to look over today's agenda. As a reminder, there's an expectation that everyone looks at the agenda prior to the meeting, and I will accept any motions whenever y'all are ready. Motion to approve, Commissioner Utting. Seconded. Commissioner Utting, motions to approve, seconded by Commissioner Terrell. Or was that? Sorry, that was me. Oh, okay. Seconded by Commissioner Adair. Um, is there any discussion on this motion? Seeing none, is there any public comment? If members of the public would like to speak and have not already done so, please press star 3 or raise your hand in the WebEx app or line up by the podium. Chair Wynn, you have no public comment. Thank you. Public comment is now closed. Um, now we'll be taking a voice vote to approve the agenda. All those in favor of approving, please say aye. Aye. The agenda passes. Um, oh, that's fun. Okay. Clerk, can you please call item number four? Item number four is approval of minutes for the May 15, 2023 full Youth Commission meeting. The next item is to approve the minutes for the last full Youth Commission meeting. Um, commissioners, as a reminder, there's an expectation that everyone looks at these minutes prior to the meeting, um, and I'll accept any motions whenever y'all are ready. Motion to approve, Commissioner Utting. List on a second. Um, Commissioner Utting motions to approve these minutes, seconded by Commissioner Listana. Uh, is there any discussion on this motion? Seeing none, is there any public comment? If members of the public would like to speak and have not already done so, please press star 3 or raise your hand in the WebEx app. Chair, you have no public comment. All right, all those in favor of approving the minutes, please say aye. All those opposed, say nay. Okay. So the minutes have passed. Um, Clerk, can you please call item number five? Item number five is general public comment for matter under the jurisdiction of the full Youth Commission, but not on today's agenda. Members of the public who wish to provide public comment on this matter should start to line up behind the podium and or press star three now if you're calling in remotely. Or if you're joining us via WebEx, you should raise your hand in the app. Your cue to begin your comments will be you have been unmuted if you have called in, or you will hear two beeps if you join the meeting via WebEx. Madam Chair, there are no speakers. All right, thank you. Public comment is now closed. Can you please call item number six? Item number six is pre presentation from the Southeast Asian Development Center Youth Health Ambassadors exploring marketing's effects on tenderloin youth. Um, I will let them in. Once again, wait, how do I move them back? 
Okay. Um, okay, I'm gonna make this one panelist. Cool. I Hello, Ara. Hi there. So there's a few more members of the health ambassadors. Would you like me to um, let you know who they are? Yes. Um, is Diana one of them? Um, you know what? No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Please let me know um, sure. some names. Okay. Catherine, Stephanie, and T, and Jonah. Okay. And Kath Madeline. Okay. Uh, Stephanie. Jonah, Madeline, Catherine, and I believe there's also Stephanie Montoya. Okay. Okay, looks good. Thank you. Is this it? I believe so. Thank you. Okay. Um, who has the presentation so I can make them able to? Oh, I will pull up the presentation once again. Oh, okay, yeah, I sent it over. I'm Josh. Can you? I'm going to try. Oh, Yeah, I uh, Okay, um, so you guys can begin whenever you're ready. You'll have 10 minutes to present and 10 minutes for questioning. So, yeah. All right, I'm going to introduce us. We are the health uh, ambassador, and we're going to do a presentation on our wide part, which is uh, based on the marketing effect on the training and the Uh, with a table of content, we first go over the research question, then the research process, and then our interview, our finding, our summary, and our conclusion. Okay, so our research question um, was how does sugary drink marketing or advertising affect student choices and drink consumption? Uh, the way we created our research question was, we decided to focus on the marketing aspect because we 
hypothesize that it has an influence on drink choice and our target audience we decided that it would be youth between the ages of 13 and 21 because it was more relevant relevant for us and we concluded with our final question which was how does sugary drink marketing or advertising affect student choices on drink consumption and for our research process um we created our research question and then we began making interview questions and we made questions for the people that we were going to interview and for our interviews we began interviewing people and in our group which were seven people each of us interviewed five people between the ages of 13 and 20 21 years old and our findings after doing the interviews we looked at what all interviews had in common and we then did outreach we were we're trying to find stores and we began to make a poster to put them up on the stores. So, um, our interview questions were, what do you consider to be a sugary drink? What do you consider to be a healthy drink? What is your favorite sugary drink? What is your best estimate how many sugary drinks you drink in a week? What makes you crave a sugary drink? What do your friends usually drink? What health consequences do you know about sugary drinks? From 1 to 10, how likely are you to buy a sugary drink after seeing an ad for it? What type of ads for sugary drinks do you notice the most? And what type of sugary drink ads are more likely to make you want to drink sugary drinks? And what we found from our interviews that is that non-sugary drinks or fruit-based sugary drinks are regarded as healthy beverages to many youth. When eating out or when they feel that water is too bland, youth would then drink more sweetened beverages. In contrast to the other half who struggle to think of many consequences, 50% can mention a handful. Some youth believe advertisements have an impact on sugary drinks, others disagree. Most people typically find sugary drink advertisements online. Many youth have started to cut off their sugary drink consumption. Most youth are influenced by advertisements that make their products seem more refreshing. Youth also find sugary drinks more tempting when seeing people they hang around consume the drink. More youth now are educated on sugary drink consumption, though not all are aware. Youth notice brighter colors and visuals on advertisements the most. Overall, youth are more influenced by their surroundings. I'll now go over the summary. So based on our findings from analyzing the interview data, marketing does indeed have an impact on our youth sugary drink consumption. We also found that a majority of these interviewees already had prior knowledge about the consequences of drinking these sugary drinks, and only a few of these cases were from school or external media. In conclusion for our interviews, sugary drinks were defined as those with added artificial sweeteners, and healthy drinks had a low sugar and calorie amount. Among our interviewees, sugary drink seemed to be root beer, which they consumed a few times a year or on special occasions. Our interviewees craved sugary drinks when they were either very thirsty or very hungry. 
and sugary drinks are defined as those with high sugar content. Health, healthy drinks had a high nutrient content and low sugar content. And among our interviewees, the go-to healthy drink, drink was lemon water. According to the According to the Youth Commission Charter and Bylaws, the Commission is charged with identifying the unmet needs of San Francisco's children and youth through a variety of methods. Educational advertising to counteract the marketing of, ham of harmful sugary drinks to teens is one of these unmet needs, and thus we ask the Youth Commission, along with local stores, to post our educational flyer in their physical spaces or online platforms. Was that the end of the presentation? I just want to make sure. Um, yes, that was the end of our presentation. If you guys had any questions. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Well, thank you. And I want to thank you guys for coming here um, and presenting this to us today. Um, you're entirely right about our responsibility in advocating for the unmet needs of youth in San Francisco. So I'm wondering if you, you all, from your interviews and from any research you've done, have specific recommendations as to what we can do. Um, and then the second thing I would say is just we do have a uh, sugary tax advisory ta task force. Um, and I would encourage all of you to look into applying to that if you're interested. And I know that Youth Commission staff can certainly help you with that as well. Any, oh, go ahead. So to speak to the first question, um, I noticed that one of the legislative policies that the priority um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I read this uh, last week, was wellness centers within schools, like making sure that they're um, provided for um, as a resource. So in connection to that, I think this would be very relevant to, um, in those wellness centers, put the word out about what we found out about sugary drinks just as like a countermeasure to all the other um, negative marketing. Thank you. And thank you for the information about the um, sugary advi sugar advisory board. Does anyone else have anything to say? Um, I just want to say that, yeah, I completely agree with everything that you guys presented. Um, as for the ass with posting your educational flyer in like physical spaces and online platforms, um, I do think that would be impactful, but um, like you said earlier, I think going into wellness centers and like educating youth on the impacts of sugary drinks would also be a good idea. Um, just because like, I feel like people are more receptive to like one-on-one -on -one interaction or like presentations rather than like a flyer that they may see in a grocery store or something. Um, so yeah, that's just a suggestion, but thank you guys so much for doing this type of work. And thank you again for having us talk. Yeah, Commissioner Wallace. Was that um, poster at the end of the slide the um, the po one of the posters you're considering distributing? 
Yes, and we also have that translated in a few other languages, but yes, that's it. Okay, um, the face the facts, uh, that's an interesting statistic. I assume that's like averaged from like how many adults there are in the U.S. and how many calories are consumed with sugary drinks. But that's not a very startling number, is it? Like 142 calories? That's like a banana. I was, I was, I, I was just wondering, this is like a very like, this poster like, you, you brings your attention to it. Um, but if, you know, your presentation was, was very impactful on the dangers of sugary drinks, but when you think like, okay, 142 calories, like, that's not, that doesn't seem like that, like that's a really, really bad thing. I might be articulating this wrong, never mind. No, I think I know, I think I could relate to where you're coming from. Um, but I think it's more like if that's something that's consumed over a lifetime and you're starting at a, a young age, even before you're a teenager, maybe even your preteen years could accumulate. But I understand completely where you're coming from. Thank you. <laughs> Any other comments? Yes, Wasana. Um, for like we can definitely post like your poster on our social media. So like, would it be possible to send that to um staff so we can post it? Oh, they have it. Oh, never mind. We'll see. Um, but I will add, I could definitely follow up by sending um, some of the translated versions that we have to, if that helps. That would be great. Yeah, sure. I will do that um, uh, after this meeting. Thank you. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for presenting to us today. Um, we'll be sure to send your flyer and post it on our social media. Um, but yeah, you guys are all set. And please reach out if you need anything else. And thank you for all the um, questions and suggestions. Thank you. Bye. Of course, thank you. Um, okay, on to the next item of the agenda. Um, do we need a motion to support? Um, I would suggest to uh, table the uh, the next item, which is resolutions, mm -hmm. since both Commissioner Shaw and Commissioner Hillman are not here. I can motion to table to the next full youth commission meeting. Any seconds? Seconded by Commissioner Colleen. Commissioner Barbara Plummer motions to table item 7A to the next full youth commission meeting, seconded by Commissioner Colleen. Um, okay. Is there any public comment or is there any discussion on this motion? Seeing none, is there any public comment? No public comment. Okay, thank you. Public comment is not closed. Um, we'll be taking a voice vote. All those in favor of tabling this, please say aye. Aye. All those opposed say nay. Okay, motion passes. Um, what can you please call item number eight, or now seven? Um, letters and statements. So uh, CA2 letter of support, AB645 letter of support, PASA budget letter of support, statement on Banco Brown, and then four letters of absence. Awesome, thank you. Um, so 
We'll be starting off with the SCA2 letter. We'll give everyone a second to find that in this pile of documents. Stop apologizing in advance. <laughs> That's okay. That's you. Is it? You have it. Six four five. No, it's SCA two. Is it not? Oh, it's not. You do? It's, I have it. Was passed to us. Yeah, it is. Printed. Oh, here. Oh, no. It's just. I have it. Here. though. So, you have it. Did I give it to you or did I skip you? Okay. Well, while people are looking for that, um, I can briefly re-explain SCA two. But basically, it was on. Can I look at that with you? It was on a former Youth Commission meeting, um, but we're just looking at it again because um, in the first meeting there was questions about data. Um, and yeah, we sent the letter to Commissioners Utting and Loftus, very last minute though, I apologize. Um, and it's basically the same as it was last meeting, but if you guys still have suggestions, you're welcome to bring them up again. Um, but basically like the letter just talks about how um, youth are very underrepresented in California elections and how, you know, we, we've like talked about vote 16 before in the past, but just like the earlier that someone is able to vote, the more likely they're, um, the more likely they are to continue the habit of voting in future elections um, and just how like voting is very habitual. So if someone like starts early, they're likely to just like continue voting um, and how passing SEA2 would help California like be a leader in um making a stronger democracy and allowing youth the right to vote um, and be empowered through the government. And yeah, um, Commissioner Barker Plummer, do you have anything to add? Um, I think you summed it up well. I know that we've been um, partnering with the coalition a little bit. We haven't, of course, we haven't formally adopted a, a position on it, but I know that you have been in communication with the coalition that is being led by Senator Stern on this. So I, I thank you for that. Um, and yeah, I think this really falls in line with our goal of increasing civic engagement and voting from young people. So I encourage my colleagues to vote to support this letter of support for this constitutional amendment when it, for it to go on the ballot. Awesome. Does anyone have any questions about this? Also, there's a resolution on the left of the page, too, just because, um, like, for formality's sake, we need to have a resolution with each letter. So, or at least a motion. Yeah, or a motion. Um, okay, are there any motions to support or pass? Commissioner Golden, um, motions to support, um, approve this letter. <laughs> Seconded, Commissioner Terrell. Um, Commissioner Colleen, motions to support this letter seconded by Commissioner Terrell. Is there any discussion on that motion? Seeing none, any public comment? Uh, Chair, you have no public comment. Okay. All right, let's do a voice vote then. All those in favor of approving this letter, please say aye. 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 All those opposed say nay. Nay. Okay, so I believe the motion passes. All right. I'm sure to say how many. There's just Commissioner Utting in dissent. Yeah, with Commissioner with Officer Utting in dissent. Yes. Okay. 
Um, and then, okay, so the motion passes. On to the next item on the agenda, um, which is AB 645. Um, so Commissioner Miller, who is not present in this meeting right now because he's out of town, um, wrote this letter and asked me to present it today. Um, okay, I'll give everyone a sec to look for it. So, okay. so um, attached to the letter is also like a quick resolution that we drafted up because, um, as I mentioned earlier, we, ha we need to have a resolution attached to each letter moving forward. Um, but basically, we we wrote about how we support we we've supported automated speed enforcement, or we didn't write about this, but in the past, the Youth Commission has supported automated speed enforcement in our Vision Zero BPP because we recognized it as a way to eliminate fatalities that um, are derived from speeding. And so um, this letter here has some information about how effective automated speed enforcement has been, especially in cities such as New York, New York City, um, where once it, it was implemented, crashes declined by 15%, injuries by 17%, and fatalities by 55%. Um, and speeding by 70%. So we've seen that automated speed enforcement has been really successful in other cities um, because um, because it like reduces risk of people committing these um, crimes in the streets. And how traffic fatalities was the second highest causes of death among um, teens in the United States, which was second to just gun violence. So we really believe that um, this is something that the Youth Commission should support. Um, also, given that we've supported Vision Zero in the past. But yeah, that's basically to sum up the letter. Does anyone have any questions? Yes, Parker Plumber. I just want to say I, I really support this. Um, I know that when we had our discussions around the pretext stops discussion um, and resolution that ended up passing, this was one of the things that I had concerns over. If we're not going to enforce traffic violations um, via officers, how are we going to do it? And unfortunately, it seems like a lot of people opposed um, speed enforcement cameras and other traffic violation enforcement to be done through cameras. Um, so I want to say I think this is also very consistent with our position of advocating quite possibly for um, officers to be less involved with traffic enforcement. Um, it goes hand in hand with making sure that we are still enforcing these laws um, of course, equity is a concern, but I want to say, like, you know, a car hitting someone at 15 miles an hour is very different to a car hitting someone at 25 miles an hour is very different to a car hitting someone at 35 miles an hour. And too often in the city, we see um, those speed limits gets gets pushed, gets pushed by drivers and other drivers react. And that's how we see um, accidents that, you know, could have resulted in injuries. Um, that someone can recover from become accidents that results that result in death. Um, so I'll just leave it there, but I wanted to thank you for this um, and also thank the assembly member for introducing this legislation as well. Awesome, thank you. Any other questions in regards to this letter? Okay, if not, are there any motions on the table? Motion to approve Commissioner Etting. Seconded Commissioner Colleen. Commissioner Utting motions to approve, seconded by Commissioner Colleen. Is there any discussion on this motion? Seeing none, is there any public comment? You have no public comment. Thank you. Um, public comment is now closed. Now we'll be taking a voice vote. All those in favor of approving this letter, please say aye. 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 All those opposed, say nay. Great. So this letter has passed. 
Um, on to the next item of the agenda, which is the CASA budget letter support. Um, I'll pass it off to Commissioner Colleen. Yes. Um, but before you go, can I just hand the gavel to Vice Chair Barker Plummer? I need to use the restroom. Okay. Will you do anything? No. No? Okay. Um, so this is a letter um, advocating for the budget request of a really great organization called CASA, which helps over 400 foster youth who are involved in or impacted by the criminal justice system and they offer a lot of support and guidance to these youth um, and so they need the $250,000 to sustain and enhance their program. Um, so this is just a letter of support um, advocating for this budget to be um, given to them. Um, is there, are there any questions or discussion before I ask for a motion? Hearing none, is there a motion? Um, motion to support this letter. Seconded. Motion to approve by Commissioner Terrell, seconded by Commissioner Utting. Um, is there any discussion? Seeing none, is there any public comment? If members of the public would like to speak, you can press star three for calling in or raise your hand in the WebEx app. Okay, um, you have no public comment. With that, public comment is now closed. All in favor say aye. Aye. All opposed say no. Abstentions? Motion passes. I'll go ahead and hand the gavel back to Chair Wynn. All right, thank you, Vice Chair Barker Plummer. Uh, on to the next item of the agenda, which is the statement on Banco Brown. Um, I'll pass it off to Commissioner Listana. Uh, yeah, so just to, just to give a little statement, or. Con background on this statement, essentially the LGBTQ plus task force wanted to write a statement on the death of Banco Brown, mostly addressing the root issues that caused it, like queer youth homelessness and like food insecurity and just a lack of services and programs for like queer youth, especially queer transitional age youth. Um, do I have to read this statement or? You don't have to. Okay. Can I change? Y'all want me to read it? If you want to read it, we can just give people like a few minutes to look it over. Um, okay. But up to you. I can just read it out loud. Okay. Thanks, fine. Okay. Motion to support statement on the death of Banco Brown. The San Francisco Youth Commission is devastated by the fatal shooting of Banco Brown, an unhoused black trans man. Our deepest condolences go to his family and his community. Brown was leaving a Walgreens when an altercation started between Brown and a security guard, which resulted in Brown being fatally shot. It appears that the altercation between Brown and the security guard was caused by the belief that Brown was taking food. This serves as yet another reminder that we as a city must combat the systemic issues that led to Brown's death, including homelessness, lack of services for transitional age slash queer youth, racism, and more. According to San Francisco's Homeless Unique Youth Count and Survey, nearly 50% of unhoused youth identify as LGBTQ+. The family of Brown has mentioned his consistent struggle with finding permanent housing, and it appears Brown has been turned away after several attempts to apply for permanent housing. In San Francisco, there is a major, major food shortage problem among our homeless population. According to the 2019 San Francisco Homelessness Count and Survey Report, 56% of unhoused people had experienced a food shortage at least four weeks before the survey was conducted. Furthermore, the USDA released a report that stated that 22% of black children lived in food insecure households. 
It is clear more must be done to ensure unhoused people, particularly youth and transitional aged youth, receive the support they need, particularly when it comes to the basic need for food or basic human need for food. The Youth Commission is outraged at the misgendering and deadnaming of Banco Brown by the Medical Examiner's Office, the San Francisco Police Department, and members of the media after his death. As San Francisco's youth, we expect follow-through when these agencies and individuals declare that they support trans people. When mistakes are made, they must be acknowledged publicly and apologized for. It is essential that city departments respect the pronouns and gender identities of San Franciscans, particularly those who have been killed. Banco Brown should have never died or have been in a situation where he had to steal food to survive. This situation does not reflect the San Francisco's Youth Commission nor the city's values as a whole. Queer youth, especially black trans youth such as Brown, deserve to feel safe in San Francisco. And until we can provide the services and support to achieve that, they won't. The San Francisco Youth Commission is committed to working towards addressing these issues in order to prevent these incidents and provide the needed support to other queer youth and youth of color. All right, thank you, Commissioner Lasana. Are there any questions or comments on this statement? I just want to say thank you for writing this. I think it's really important for the Youth Commission to um, give out a statement. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to make a clarification. Uh, when you say on the second, the second to last paragraph, when you say, uh, as San Francisco's youth, we expect follow through when these agencies and individuals declare that they support trans people. When mistakes are made, they must be acknowledged publicly or apologized for. Is that like a general statement or is there something specific that you'd like to ask them to apologize for? Like, I just want to make sure that it's clear. Um, yeah, I didn't write that part, but I oh. so I can give context. Yeah, I think I added this. So at the time, the there were multiple different departments and media and whatnot that um, following the shooting had used the wrong pronouns and name for Mr. Brown. Um, a lot of that was just a mistake because I think I'm not quite sure what the legal name of him was, but certainly the department should have used the correct pronouns and name for Mr. Brown. Um, but I believe that there was sort of uh, an, an acknowledgement that they should have done that and that they, um, you know, sort of later corrected the record. So we're not really asking them specifically to apologize just because I think that that's already being done. But in general, we need our city departments to do their absolute best to respect people's pronouns and gender identities. And when mistakes like this are made, they need to publicly acknowledge them um, like they did. Okay, I guess I just read that earlier as like relating to the rest of it and was unsure what you were asking, what you were asking. So that, that makes total sense. Thank you. Any other questions? I would like to, to thank Commissioner Utting, uh, sorry, Commissioner Listana, um, and especially Oz Rafer, who's a member of our LGBTQ plus task force here on the commission for their work on this. Um, and I also want to thank them both for being very flexible. I know there was some sort of editing back and forth just about how exactly we should should say things. And, you know, it's important that we as a commission of the city get, get this right. So it took a little bit more time than maybe we had been hoping for. Um, and also, you know, represent the city well um, in terms of talking about such a delicate issue. So I wanted to thank you both for working on this um, and for working with all the members of the task force on this. I think we 
have something really definitive that we can can go off of moving forward, both to make a statement, but also to guide the work that we need to do on this commission moving forward. Awesome. Any other comments? Um, if not, I also thank you, Commissioner Lasana and Oz Rafer for your guys' work on this issue. Um, and then I, I believe we can just take a motion from here. Um, are there any motions on the table to support this? Commissioner Colleen approves this letter. Motion. Motions to approve this letter. Statement. Statement. Second it. Commissioner Colleen, motions to approve the statement, seconded by Commissioner Pimentel. Um, now we'll be taking a voice vote. All those in favor, please say aye. Aye. All those opposed say nay. Great. So this statement has passed. Thank you so much, Com Commissioner Listano, once again. Um, and then on to the next item of the agenda, which is the Commissioner Shaw's letter of absence. So give everyone a second to pull that up since Commissioner Shaw's not here. Should I read it for her since she's not here? Do we have to read them? Mm -hmm. I think good contact. Sure, you can give contacts. Yeah, so um, just to give like additional additional contacts. So um, if you're going to leave the Youth Commission for a long period of time without resigning or um, just like something happens, like we recommend doing a letter of absence. So it's not like you're resigning, but it's just like, hey, I'm going to be leaving. So like, just don't pick me out or anything. Um, and so there's a few commissioners who um, have really great opportunities. They're traveling. And so um, they submitted a letter of absence. So in regards to Commissioner Shaw, they're starting college early. Um, they're going to Howard University, and they have a summer program that is mandatory for all freshmen um, starting in a f like a few days, uh, essentially. And they didn't know about this until a few weeks ago. Um, so yeah, this is their letter saying that for the rest of the term, they will be um, not here. Great. Thank you. Are there any questions about this letter? Seeing none. Um, well, I think it's super cool that Commissioner Shaw is starting college early. Um, I can motion to support this. Seconded. Oh. To pass this motion. Motion to pass this motion. Seconded by Commissioner Utting. Um, is there any discussion on this motion? Seeing none, is there any public comment? Chair, you have no public comment. Great, thank you. Um, let's do a voice vote. All those in favor, please say aye. Aye. All those opposed, say nay. Okay. So Commissioner Shaw's letter of absence has been passed. On to Commissioner Hum. Commissioner Hum, can you present your letter? Of course, um, to just give context without reading it. Um, I will be attending uh, cadet summer training for my senior RTC program at UC Berkeley um, as part of my scholarship um, for college. And so I'll be in Kentucky for training and cannot um, attend in-person meetings until if reappointed the next term. Okay, thank you, Commissioner Hum. Are there any questions for Commissioner Hum? Okay, um, seeing no questions, are there any motions on the table? Motion to approve. Seconded by Commissioner Colleen. Um, Commissioner Barker Plummer, motions to approve, seconded by Commissioner Colleen. Um, is there any discussion on this motion? 
Seeing none, is there any public comment? There is no public comment. Okay, now we'll be taking a voice vote. All those in favor, please say aye. Aye. All those opposed, say nay. All right, so Commissioner Hum's letter of absence has been passed. Thank you, Commissioner Hum. Um, on to Commissioner Im. Commissioner Im, can you present your letter of absence? Yeah, of course. Um, so for this summer, from actually starting today, I had my first day at my new job. and Microphone. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, but yeah, like I said, uh, today I started my second job for the summer, and I'm working two part-time jobs along with doing a lot of traveling out of the country, and I just don't have any more um, t availability in my schedule that allows me to keep my jobs and also commit to those um, previously planned travels, and I will not be able to attend in-person meetings till the end of this term. Okay. Um, are there any questions for Commissioner Im? All right. Are there any motions on the table? A uh, motion to approve this um, letter. Letter. Yeah. Seconded. Um, Commissioner Terrell, motion to approve this letter, seconded by Commissioner Adair. Um, is there any discussion on this motion? Seeing none, is there any public comment? You have no public. Oh, oh wait. Madam Chair, there's one public comment. You've been unmuted. Commissioner Miller, you have been muted. Unmuted. Oh, great. Hi, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, great. Hi, commissioners. Um, just wanted to call in tonight. Sorry, I couldn't be there tonight. But I just wanted to comment, you know, definitely as somebody who's in a similar like position, who's working as well, you know, I totally understand this. And like, obviously, I'm out of town for tonight. Um, but I do think and I think like commissioners should just consider, you know, if, if they're not going to be able to make it to any other meetings for the rest of the term, you know, and like considering past work on the, you know, commission, like, you know, if you don't have the, the time for this, because it definitely is a big commitment, as all of us know, um, that, you know, maybe instead of taking a leave of absence, you know, commissioners should consider, you know, resigning so that another youth from their district or for their seat, you know, could be appointed and represent them. Because, you know, when people do take a leave of absence, it ultimately means that their constituents are not being represented. So I just urge the commissioners who are there tonight who have a vote to really consider that when you're voting on these leaves of absences because, you know, ultimately our goal is to serve our constituents. Thanks. Thank you for your public comment. Madam Chair, there are no other speakers. Okay. Um, let's take a roll call vote, just because um, I know there's some comment and questions about this one. So, um, staff, can you please take a roll call vote on Commissioner Terrell's motion? Yeah, um, so on that motion, Commissioner Wong? Aye. Commissioner Wong, aye. Commissioner Dare? Aye. Commissioner Dare, aye. Commissioner Loftus? Aye. Commissioner Loftus, aye. Uh, Commissioner Miller's not here. Officer Lestana? Aye. Officer Lestana, aye. Uh, Commissioner Anish is not here. Um, Officer Udding? Nay. 
Officer Arang, nay. Uh, Commissioner Colleen? Nay. Commissioner Colleen? Nay. Uh, Commissioner Pimentel? Aye. Commissioner Pimentel, aye. Vice Chair Barker Plummer? Nay. Vice Chair Barker Plummer, nay. Um, Officer Hum? Aye. Officer Hum, aye. Officer Shaw is not here. Uh, Commissioner M? Aye. Commissioner M. Aye. Uh, Commissioner Terrell? Aye. Commissioner Terrell, aye. Commissioner Mirsa? Aye. Commissioner Mirsa, aye. Uh, Commissioner Hillman is not here. And then Chair Wynn? Nay. Chair Wynn is nay. So let's tally these up. It's 13, 9, 4. Okay, so with that, um, there's nine ayes and then four nays. Those in dissent are Officer Utting, Commissioner Colleen, Vice Chair Barker Plummer, and Chair Wynn. The motion passes. Okay, so the motion to approve Commissioner M's leave of absence has passed. Um, on to the next item of the agenda is Commissioner Colleen's leave of absence. Yeah, so I'm going to be gone for four weeks. Three of those weeks will be traveling, and then a week is going to be spent in a political conference in Washington, D.C. Awesome. Are there any questions for Commissioner Colleen? Seeing none, are there any motions on the table? Motion to uh, pass the letter, support the letter. Seconded. Commissioner Loftus, motions to, pa to pass the letter, seconded by Commissioner Utting. Um, is there any discussion on this motion? Seeing none, is there any public comment? You have no public comment. Okay, thank you. Public comment is now closed. Um, so, all those in favor, please say aye. Aye. Um, all those opposed, say nay. All right, so this leave of absence for Commissioner Colleen has passed. On to the next item of the agenda. Clerk, can you please call item number nine? Item number nine is uh, legislation referred, so file number 230026, and then file number 230589. Um, okay, so on to the first piece of legislation, um, file 230026. I'll pass it off to YC staff, unless there's a ledge aid here to explain. Yeah, I can't. Okay. Sorry, I was wondering why you were both looking at me, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> okay, so for uh, file number 230026, um, to summarize, this legislation creates a new special district specifically for family housing. Um, it's basically a modified single-family home zoning into um, duplexes and I think three and four units per lot. Um, but it creates its own special district, which is why they need it to address the administrative and zoning map codes. Yeah, and um, just to add, we've had this referred, and um, Legaid Mike from Farah from D7 office came and talked about it, but um, there was like some slight language changes, so they duplicated the, the file. I think this is also, I believe this is also a substitute legislation from the office. So, um, yes, you've had the, I believe you had the presentation from them before. Yeah. Has it substantially changed or is it 
minor changes. From what we've read, it wasn't big changes. Okay. Yeah. But the spirit of the legislation is still. Yeah. yeah. It was just re-referred to us, and so we we have to like comment or okay. not comment. I'll I'll motion to support. I think is what we did before as well. Seconded. Um. So, Commissioner Barker Plummer motions to support this piece of legislation, seconded by Commissioner Wynn. Um. Is there any discussion on this motion? Seeing none, is there any public comment? You have no public comment. Okay, public comment is now closed. Um, now we'll be taking a voice vote. All those in favor of supporting this legislation, please say aye. Aye. All those opposed, say nay. So um, our support on this legislation has passed. Um, on to the next item, which is file 230519. I'll pass it off to... YC staff or HRT to explain this hearing. Does HRT want to explain since y'all talked about it at your last meeting? <laughs> I don't remember. Sorry, you see the faces again. Um, so this legislation, 230519, is to support the hearing to add, I believe it is several thousand shelter beds to our housing stock. Um, and to our shelter stock specifically, this is Raphael Mandelman, Supervisor Mandelman's legislation um, to then address that and have a strategic plan with HSH. Thank you, Staff Ochoa. Um, does anyone have any comments, questions, or anything they'd like to add? Okay. Um, I just have a question. Have we sent questions for this hearing yet, or would now be the time to brainstorm? Because did HRT draft some? I don't remember. It's been so long. Just give us a second. Okay. Thank you. So according to our records, um, HRT motion to recommend AB's, no, not this one. Sorry, motion to forward to the full commission with a positive recommendations and questions attached. And in the minutes, some of the questions. I don't remember exactly what the questions were, but mostly it was about the quality of shelter being provided and also where the shelter would be provided so that there's equitable access across the city. Um, but I can forward those questions. I wish Commissioner Miller was here, but. <laughs> okay, well. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. I, I remember now. Um, do we want to add any additional questions from other commissioners? Maybe we can like read out the questions that HRT has drafted up. Or like that would be appreciated because I have no yeah. idea what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not on HRT. So if we could read those out and prove mm -hmm. them before we add them as comments to the referred, it would be appreciated. I'm looking for them. Um, I 
Instead of supporting housing strategic plan, should it say HSH? I'm kind of confused. Oh, um, so just got noticed. So the questions are not in the minutes of HRT. Um, so my suggestion would be to um, take action at the next meeting and we'll have staff will have those questions presented. But this is the HSH strategic plan, right? Well, like what is housing's strategic plan? Or is that is that something of its own? Because I know we heard about HSH strategic plan. There's no committee. Because I remember we had like a very long conversation with um, Bryn Miller, right? Or chair, uh, point yeah. of privilege. Yeah, go ahead. Josh, is it the HSH plan on the agenda? Because, because I know we like motion to send something over, right? But I forget if that's the HSH one or the. So the question. Oh yes, it is the HSH. The minutes is like the detailed questions. So we would have to look at the recording again and, and take note. Okay, so they're just not on the minutes. Okay. Correct. Okay. And the here. Joyce said the hearing isn't scheduled yet, so we might have some actual additional time to get those questions okay. for the next meeting. Oh, okay, okay. I'm looking over the minutes right now, and just to clarify, like we we had a presentation from HSH about like what they've been working on in general, and they briefly mentioned the strategic plan, but it was a bit vague. So we said that we would revisit this, but in the meantime, we would send this over to the full youth commission. Um, but yeah, I, I think we can just like support it again and then have some time to draft questions, but. We can, yeah, maybe we can draft like a few questions now. Well, I think it would, well, because th that's up to you, but I, I think it would make most sense for us to either vote to support it with comments or just wait until next time. I don't think we should vote to support it and then revisit it. Mm -hmm, okay. Like we could vote to support it with our questions because I think we, we were like, I think what happened was we were trying to come up with questions during HRT, but we were just like, we'll send it to full YC and do questions there. But correct me if I'm wrong. Chair Wynn, um, Commissioner Miller has his hand up. Do you approve to let yeah, Commissioner yeah. Miller Commissioner speak? Miller, please clarify. Hi, again, Commissioners. Um, Commissioner Miller, um, just wanted to say vaguely off the top of my memory, I think some of the um, questions that were posed were around, um, like, if the like, shelters were going to be, like, congregate or non-congregate what like the costs were around that um like the difference in cost i think another question was in regards to um the coordinated entry system which is like kind of how the um uh hsh like assesses like what services each person qualifies for and i think um at the lgbtq task force there had been some discussion about how the system doesn't really um work for like young people very well. Um, the presenters talked a little bit about how they had a specific system for you. So I think we had a question about how ensuring like service providers were like directing youth to like the correct, you know, intake system and how that system could be improved. And then I think 
the last question was in regards or another question was in regards to like transitioning from like any like temporary housing into more permanent housing but that's just off the top of my mind so okay thank you okay well does anyone have any questions that they'd like to add on to what hrt has come up with because if so, we can take note of that and then add it once we support. Do we know if, are we, is it guaranteed or almost guaranteed that this won't be heard before our next meeting, like practically? There's no guarantee, but also it is budget season and a lot of stuff is being pushed back to like July or August. Okay. I just think that we need to do our due diligence on this, and I I also, I mean, I would like our, any questions we have to, I'm, I guess I'm a little torn. I'd like any questions I have to be, that we have now to be included in the hearing at the same time. If we do that, then we've, we've, we've referred our legislation back to the board and don't have time to do our due diligence for the next meeting. So. I'm wondering if there's like advice from staff on that or if commissioners have thoughts on whether the best course of action would be to table until the next meeting versus passing it now. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't really see the point in tabling just because like the information about the hearing isn't going to change. Right. So I say we just like look over what the hearing is actually about now um, and look at the questions we already have from our previous HRT meeting support it and then add additional questions if there are any because i think that would just make more sense and i agree with you because we shouldn't like add questions and then re-refer it once we have another question um but yeah but i'm just worried that it seems like i mean maybe i'm just unclear but what what the questions are from hrt still seems to be a, a point of confusion yeah um so, well commissioner miller just clarified okay i wondering what yeah I'll just recommend, I personally recommend to push it to the next meeting just because we don't have the list of questions. And I feel like if we are recommending legislation or response, we should have the questions from the committee. Um, I don't know where those questions are. So I think maybe clarifying with Chair Miller of the HRT committee might be helpful. Um, and I can meet with them in the next week or two to clarify what those are, and as well as collect additional questions at the next full commission meeting. Um, that's just what I would recommend. I mean, if y'all want to pass it now and ask questions now, then that's fine, but it's up to y'all. Okay, I well, want, yeah, go ahead. I want to add that this is currently in the Homelessness and Behavioral Health Select Committee. They meet the second and fourth Friday of the month, and they had a special meeting on June 2nd, which is last Friday. So I just want to let you all know, but what we can do is also ask the um, supervisor who sponsored this hearing to see how what is their progress on like scheduling this hearing, because I think it's recently passed the 30 day rule. It was called on May 2nd and it has passed the 30 day rule. Okay, well, um, I guess that makes sense. I mean, if we had the questions in the minutes, I think it would have been best if we could have commented in, in this meeting. So moving forward, maybe we can just make sure that all of the questions are included in the minutes. Um, because, 
you know, like in this case, Commissioner Miller isn't present, so he's not able to like provide the questions like here and there, or like right now and here. Um, so, yeah. Commissioner Miller, is that an old hand or a new hand? No, he has his hand raised. And I just requested to unmute. I guess my question, sorry, and I put it in the chat, um, is like, are we meeting next, again in June? Because our next meeting will be scheduled on June 19th, if I'm not wrong, which is a holiday. We we are, is my understanding. Yeah, we are meeting on June 19th, not 19th, June the 20th, following, 27th. The following Monday. Yeah. Oh, we meet the following Monday. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to motion to table this um, just so that we can have time to clarify on all of this. I, I don't think it's going to be um, scheduled. If we do see that happening, I would just ask staff let the District 8 office know and the clerk's office know that we would appreciate our opportunity to give input. Um, and, I mean, if worse comes to worse, we could also consider holding a special meeting, but that's its own thing. All right, I second. Um, Commissioner Barker Plummer motions to table, seconded by Commissioner Wynn. Are is there any discussion on this motion? I mean, it makes sense. Um, seeing none, is there any public comment? You have no public comment. All right. Um, seeing no public comment, we'll be taking a voice vote. All those in favor, please say aye. Aye. All those opposed say nay. All right. Uh, so this motion has passed. Um, on to the next item of the agenda. Staff, can you please call item number 10? Uh, 10 training legislar. Thank you, Director Garcia. So I'm going to just do it on this computer. I just want to see how many of you, who, of you all have used legislar before. Great. That, that's like half of you, I think. I can't see all the hands. Um, so today I'm going to just do a walkthrough of Legistar, um, which is the city's um, legislative database. Um, and please stop me if you have any questions along the way. This is an open discussion. So if you are doing research, um, on the BOS website, you should be able to find the legislative research and then go to like legislation and then it will just take you to Legislar. It looks like this. This is the simplified um, homepage and um, you'll see the simplified version. If you know the legislation number, for example, we just had um, legislation file um, 230519 or 230026 things like this, um, you can just type it in. If you do know the, um, like, if you don't know the number or like if you only know the keywords, for example, like Safer Schools um, Sexual Assault Task Force, you can just type that in and you should be able to find it. Um, keep in mind of the year here because some, it automatically is this year, meaning 2023. But like, if you just don't remember the year of the legislation you're looking for, use all years. Okay. So, for example, keyboard. 
Sexual assault. Um, task force. And then you'll find everything that is related to that. You'll see that there was a um, legislation introduced in 2016, and then like there was a hearing file, and then you'll see the most recent one that was introduced by Supervisor Melgar um, up here. But if you don't know either of the number or the keywords, um, let's go back. You can do like advanced search. And then here you can be a lot more specific on um, what you need. But for me, it's very useful when I narrow down to the year. So like if I am looking for like this year, and then um, the author, for example, um, I'm going to use 230026, which is something we just passed. I know this was introduced by sponsor. Um, it was supervisor Myrna Melgar. Myrna Melgar is in the M's. And also you'll notice that like it goes a long time back to like even older supervisors. So um, if you are trying to look for a certain and supervisor that like maybe um, Eric Marr or put together, you can just click supervisor Eric Marr. And then so Myrna Melgar, where is she? And then um, type of legislation, you can um, do, oh my God, where is it? Type. There are so many different ones and I know this one was an ordinance so you can, in, narrow through that and then search legislations and then you'll see all the ones that she has introduced in 2023 that was an ordinance that she was a primary or secondary and or secondary sponsor going from there any questions on this so far great um i'm going to go into two three zero zero two six and when you find something, um, this is the only one, and this is the entire thing. You can see that there are multiple actions that have been taken this year. So um, it was first introduced, and then it was assigned under the 30-day rule. It was referred to the departments, the Youth Commission and included, and, and then it was referred to committee. So it currently is in the Land Use and Transportation Committee. and um, you'll see all the responses that was also um, put in there. And um, you'll see that there's currently two versions. And um, from there, you can tell like what was changed from version one and version two. And if you are ever very, you know, um, confused with the legislation version itself, like there are 25 pages in this entire legislation and it's very, very long. You can just use the legislative digest and it is shorter. It is three pages. The city attorney, actually four pages, the city attorney is, is required to provide a legislative digest. And you can also see all of our, our responses if this loads, but from here, anyone under anyone want to talk about like what these are? They're like edits that have been made to the documents. 
I mean, it says it right there. Yes. So I wonder why everyone has questions. Um, but um, yes, when you're reading a legislation, an ordinance is the change to the city administrative code. Um, so if the ordinance is trying to put any additions to the code, it is a single line italic times New Roman. The leads are strike throughs. Board amendments are in aerial font. They're double underlined. And then the board amendment deletions. And then um, going back, this is what there was no response from the Youth Commission, actually. So this one actually did not have anything. So once um, we submit ours back, um, we will have a new one up here. And you also find all the public comments in this file as well. So anyone has any questions about how to read a legislation? Is the attachments like basically in the same order as the actions. So in this case, there's two different legislation versions. Mm -hmm. um, do we know that ledger version one, like, for example, the YC referral mm -hmm. is fifth and then the ledge version two is the sixth. So do we know that the fifth was first and then, and then the sixth came out? Like, do we know if they took their advice and, refer and revised the legislation or if... I'm, I'm I'm just kidding about that, but I'm wondering if it's in, if it's in the if it's in the order. Yes, um, everything is in um, order of the time. So um, number one means that this was the first document, and yes, um, you'll see that in January twenty uh, January twenty fourth, um, the YC responded, or like it was referred to the YC, mm -hmm. and our referral response should be attached to it. And then after that, you'll see that we have another referral, which is much more recent. Um, so this is in times, uh, in chronological order. And then related files, what does that mean? Related files, I believe um, Director Garcia said this was a duplicated file. So then um, this is the other one. This is um, the version one. Yeah. And the one we're seeing right now is the version two, their duplicated file. And then my last question is, what is the 30-day rule? Great question. So the 30-day rule is the rule, I believe it's an administrative code that um, basically requires, but then there's an exception, but mainly requires the board to wait 30 days after introducing legislation that they are allowing basically the public to look it over, look at the language, Think of questions, think of all the meetings and the times to do public comment for the board. So basically it's to allow for the public to see the legislation, to do public comment, um, and to just literally get eyes on it. But they can overrule the 30-day rule if it is um, deemed very urgent so that they have to get to immediately. But I do not know what falls under that exactly. Is that the, I suspect it's like for the life and limb of San Francisco. There's some provision for when it's referred to the Youth Commission that's like they can, oh, they can not refer it to us if it will like damage San Franciscans or something. So it might be the same rule. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So basically, yeah. If it's like, let's say, I think, I don't want to use a recent example. Um, let's say there's going to be no more money to like, to have water in San Francisco, and like, they're like, like Congress are we... recently? What? Like Congress recently? 
Yes, but um, I'm saying if, let's say the city is, like, going to run out of funding to have enough water for everyone, they're not going to have a 30-day rule. If they're like, oh, we're running out of water in 10 days, we can't wait 30 days, so they're going to take action as soon as possible. I want to open the floor up to see if anyone have heard any, like, legislative terms recently that you do not understand. Because I know we use a lot of lot of like terminology you could no uh, I have a question mm -hmm. what does ordinance mean mm. ordinance is a binding legislation it is um a change to the city administrative code. Uh, uh, so like any additions or like deletions. Um, yeah. Anything to add? Can I add a little bit of context? Yes. Yeah. So the board of supervisors can pass both an ordinance or a resolution. I'm not sure if there's other things they can pass. Those are the only two things that ever really happen anyway. A resolution is like what we do here. So the youth commission doesn't have the power to like we can't tell a department what to do. We can't tell them to make free muni permanent. But what we can do is we can adopt a resolution that says our position is is in favor of free muni. Like suggesting, right? Yeah, suggesting or heavily pressuring or taking a stance. So it's, it's powerful. But um, an ordinance would be them actually like doing it and making it law. And it would be like breaking the law if that department or whoever it applies to doesn't do it. Yeah. We don't have that power, unfortunately. Maybe one day we will. But uh, uh, the, that's why the Board of Supervisors has both ordinances and resolutions. Because they'll often also just say, like, oh, we would like this to happen, but we're not necessarily going to write a law about it. And they also, like, adopt resolutions to recognize, like, Pride Month and stuff like that, too. Yeah. Right, thank you. Thank you for the question. Anyone else? No? Okay, there's a few months left in your term, so, but like, it's never too late to learn. So if you feel more comfortable just coming to me like privately, I'm more than happy to help you all. Thank you. Thank you. I lost my agenda. Um, is there any public comment on this item of the agenda? Madam Chair, there is no public comment. Thank you. Clerk, can you please call item number 11? Item number 11 is committee report. Okay, um, so I'll pass it off to Officer Hum. Thank you, Chairman. Um, hey, y'all, it's Commissioner Hum. Um, first and foremost, I want to congratulate my counterpart um, for college, and, and I wish her the best. Um, there was no Board of Supervisors meeting last week, and so I have no legislation to report. However, um, since it is um, budget season, I do want to recommend that commissioners look into different committees, um, such as uh, budget and finance, um, and to speak up for the Youth Commission or even attend those meetings so we can um, really ramp up through public comment for the Youth Commission. And that concludes my report. Thank you, Officer Hum. 
um, officers Listana and Utting. Um, so right now we're just working on some more social media posts, including legislation, uh, I mean, resolutions that have been passed, uh, Youth Commission Day in the Life. So if you see me taking photos of you, it's for that. It's not creepy. <laughs> um, uh, and then we are also planning to work on, before the end of this Youth Commission term, an advice form for future commissioners that maybe we'll send out a form to all of you to just kind of put together some advice for the next term of commissioners. And also within comms, we're also going to put together a form with some advice and general logistics for the next comms officers. Yeah, and just one last thing to add, we've also been doing like presentations and we've been tabling on more events recently. And if y'all have any ideas for any other events that y'all want us to table at before <laughs> before the term ends, um, that would be great. Yeah. Just tell them, tell us the events, yeah. Thank you, Officers Listana and Utting. Um, are there any questions? Okay. Seeing none, general committee updates. Thank you, Chair Wynn. The, um, the uh, executive committee met on, what day did we meet on? Wednesday, May 24th. We approved today's agenda. We um, heard updates from our officers as well as um, got updates on both or reviewed the open house that the Youth Commission Executive Committee held for recruitment and um, just a general update on recruitment as well. That concludes my report. Um, also something that exact hasn't really been like formally talking about, but we've like kind of been in discussion about planning it, something for the end of the year. Yeah. Sorry, I just didn't know where that was going. Oh, yeah, yeah, like a, an end-of-the-year YC celebration. So it could be really small, like just hang out in the office, but we might plan something bigger. Um, but we'll keep you guys in the loop about that. Um, okay, and then moving on to the HRT committee. So looks like Commissioners Miller and Anish are both absent. Um, but I can give a brief recap, and if any other HRT members would like to add as well, um, I think last meeting we met with HSH um, and they answered a lot of our questions and that took up like a good portion of our time. Um, let's see, what else did we do? Does anyone else want to add? I saw Commissioner Miller offered to give a report in the chat. Oh, okay, Commissioner Miller, go ahead. Hey everyone, yeah, so um, like um, Chair Wynn mentioned, we did hear from HSH and we got to ask them um, a bunch of questions kind of related to the referred legislation, but also just like in general and some of like the questions that I mentioned earlier, like regarding coordinated access. And I think um, there's still an opportunity to reach out to them and follow up by email. So if anybody has further questions, definitely reach out to me or other HRT members and we can try to get them answered. Um, we also heard at that meeting from um, SFMTA's um, security and like fair enforcement division um, who answered some of our questions regarding um, like safety on the buses and also, you know, their approach to um, fair enforcement. Um, I wouldn't say that was the most um, productive uh, presentation, but it did um, 
it's something that I think uh, me and some other commissioners uh, may be writing a resolution on in the future in regards to fair enforcement um, as it relates to free muni for youth and also just because we also represent Tay um, youth um, relating to them as well because they do have to pay. So that was kind of what we um, covered in addition to the um, referred legislation that was happened earlier in the agenda. Okay, thank you, Commissioner Miller, and thank you for calling in on your vacation. Um, on to the next committee, CEC. Yeah, um, during our last meeting, it was mostly a presentation we had from the Department of Elections and a more uh, in-depth question time about the um, Youth uh, Elections Ambassador Program. Thank you, Chair Loftus. Commissioner Hum, do you have anything? Okay. Um, TJ? Commissioner Colleen, we met last week and we went over um, Commissioner Listana's letter of support, letter statement on Bingo Brown. Um, we did a, a reading of Commissioner Shaw and um, Hillman's um, uh, resolution. resolution, and then we discussed um, San Francisco Police Commission's um, like idea of implementing this thing where they can like watch um, youth social media accounts without mm -hmm. like asking for their permission, which was really weird. Did you submit comments for that? No, because they haven't formally done anything for that, right? Which for the social media thing for the police department? No, there's no like information yet about it. Okay. Um. Thank you, Commissioner Colleen. Um, and then LGBTQ plus task force. Yeah, um, so we've, so we just did the statement on Vanco Brown. And then apart from that, we've also been working on resolutions when it comes to queer youth homelessness, one on making permanent housing more accessible, um, and just like that process. And then the other resolution is on safety in shelters. Yeah. Um, so that's what we're currently working on. And we're trying to get the rough drafts of those finished by our next meeting, but yeah. Awesome, thank you, Chair Lestana. And then um, moving on to item number 12. Um, staff, can you please call item number 12? Um, item number 12 is roll call and introductions. So um, presenters are Commissioner Colleen, Commissioner M, Commissioner Wong, Commissioner Pimentel, uh, Commissioner Lestana, and Commissioner Barker Plummer. And if y'all don't know what roll calls are, it's to introduce resolutions, requests for hearings, letters of inquiry, and then commissioners give out their report on uh, commission-related activities. Okay, um, thank you, Staff Garcia. Um, so yeah, just like report on what you've been working on in the commission in general, um, and we'll start off with Commissioner Colleen. Yeah, I mean, I've passed a few letters of support in the past month. Go ahead. Um, I'm planning to write a resolution on school disciplinary measures before I go on vacation and was wondering if anyone would be interested, please reach out to me. Um, I have some data and sources and um, we'll be speaking to someone from um, SFUSD. Thank you, um, Commissioner M. Yeah, so I have written my formal um, leap of absence and have been wrapping things up. And as for this being my last meeting, 
I would just like to say, like, thank you for this opportunity to learn and grow. And I hope that the Youth Commission can become something that I feel, I understand, like, returning back from COVID. This is a first year in person, but I hope it can grow into more of, like, a welcoming community. I think being, like, a first year commissioner, it was, like, an intimidating process. And I feel as though that the current commissioners and the current situation and structure and whatnot can be improved to ease the way for some commissioners kind of have an impression of city government and like situations like these. Um, so yeah, but I'd like to say my thanks to staff and for exec for, you know, putting in all the work that you guys did to create this opportunity for all of us. Thank you, Commissioner M. Um, and thank you for all the work that you've done on the commission. Commissioner Wong. Um, as of recent, I don't think I've been up to much because I've been very caught up in graduation and finals. Um, but in the next week or two, because I now have a lot more time, I think I'm going to start researching about um, form-based zoning and other different ways to increase the construction of housing. Um, and today I was also sort of thinking that Alistair and I can um, sort of shift the focus of our 78 hate street resolution um, into something more where we were urging the Board of Supervisors to sort of look into that themselves. <laughs> um, and that's about it. Thank you, Commissioner Wong, Commissioner Pimentel. So I met with my appointing officer about the YC budget advocacy. I also had a press conference with Supervisor Walton this morning about traffic calming. Um, I've been attending meetings for the Civic Engagement Education Committee and the LGBTQ Task Force, and I've also been attending Latino Task Force meetings. Um, and then um, hopefully we can meet with some um, SFUSD students and just talk about the Prop G funding and set up a meeting with Commissioner um, Coley. Thank you, Commissioner Pimentel. Um, Commissioner Hillman is absent. Commissioner Listana. Um, yeah, so recently I worked on the Banco Brown statement um, and the resolution for um, making permanent housing more accessible. Currently working on that. Um, if like anyone would like to support on that, especially like HRT members, y'all can. Um, I don't have your numbers. Um, and then, so I can't ask, but anyways, and then I also want to write a resolution on language accessibility, but like, it's getting there. I'm going to get there before the end of this term, but yeah. Thank you, Commissioner Listana and Commissioner Barker Plummer. Thank you, Chair Wynn. Well, let me first say happy Pride Month. Mm -hmm. Ooh, thank you. There needs to be more excitement up there. <laughs> um, so uh, for Pride Month, I will be introducing two resolutions at our next um, meeting. The one motion and one uh, resolution. The first will be a motion supporting cost, uh, Assembly Constitutional Amendment 5, which would repeal homophobic language in the state constitution and guarantee the right to equal marriage in California. And the second, which I know um, Commissioner Pimentel has done a lot of work on too, so I wanted to shout that out and appreciate it, um, is advocating for improved conditions in shelters and permanent supportive housing for LGBTQ plus transitional aged youth. 
That concludes my report. Thank you, Commissioner Barker Plummer. Um, and that concludes roll call, moving on to legislative introductions. So now would be the time if you want to call a hearing or talk about any other pieces of legislation that you're introducing. Don't think there's any. Um, can you please call item number 13? Um, item 13 is staff reports. I want to let everyone know that we have new guidelines on how to write letters of support and motions. So um, if you do intend to um, introduce one, either it's in committee or at the next full youth commission meeting, just let me know and we'll help you with that. Um, and also, like um, Officer Hum said, we are in the last month of budget season, right? Or is it next month? Um, but this is at back season, and, and um, we just want to make sure that, it, especially on items that of the Youth Commission budget and policy priority, if like you, you really want to make sure that the Board of Supervisors take note of that, um, do reach out to um, Officer Hum, Shaw, or myself to um, work with us on how to like public comment at, at BOS committee meetings or um, at the full Board of Supervisors. And um, your voices are very important to represent the youth of San Francisco. So um, I hope at least um, all of you public comment at least once. I hope so. Thank you. Yes, okay. Um, most of my update is just about being kind to staff this month because we are doing interviews. Um, some great news is due to y'all's outreach, we did receive 98 applications for the Youth Commission. To compare last year, it was 40, so we more than doubled our outreach. And while that is great news for the Youth Commission, it is also very exhausting for staff because then we have to have 98 interviews. Um, we've already done, like, I want to say 15, so <laughs> who's counting? Um, but yes, we should be finishing those interviews by June 27th. Um, so if you could help a staff member, please do. <laughs> um, so I want to let you all know that um, your advocacy for the Safer School Sexual Assault Task Force is moving forward. And um, Supervisor Melgar's office has been very communicative with us and um, letting us um, look over the drafts and providing feedback. I'm currently working with commissioners um, Colleen Loftus and Barker Plummer on this, but if this is an issue that you do want to continue working with us on, um, reach out to them or reach out to me, so then, um, because all of your feedback will be very essential for this ordinance going forward. Thank you. And I'll try to make mine quick. Um, so regarding meetings, we technically have three which is insane, um, but it might be too uh, because of everyone's availability. Um, so because um, June 19 is Juneteenth and it's a holiday, um, we have to move the meeting, but also um, two staff members will be out of the office. So we have to move it to the next week, which is uh, June 26. Um, so if there's any conflict, uh, please like let me know. Um, and also too, like we we're understanding that we are moving it pretty close to the date. Um, so if you need to miss the meeting, like we can work something out. 
Um, and then regarding July, um, so July is technically our last month of operation for this term. We have August, but August will be mainly of like transitions and, you know, hopefully doing some fun activities with y'all. Um, but for July, we technically have two meetings, but um, our first meeting, which is July 3rd, is the day before 4th of July. And I know we're all very patriotic here and, you know, love to go out. Um, so we might not be here, you know. Um, so we might have to move July 3rd because some of y'all will be out, um, you know, doing fun things. Um, and then regarding um, July 17th um, would be the ultimate last meeting. Um, I won't be here. Um, wow. You don't have to have me here for your last meeting. But um, if there's, you know, complications, like we'll, we'll figure out when to reschedule. Um, and then we need to figure out when we'll have our end of the year celebration as well um, to accommodate when people are here. And also not have it be a meeting because we want it, you know, to be fun and not like cordial. Doesn't it still have to be noticed? Do the community building. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, yeah, um, the thing is we, we want it to be like super, you know, big and not a meeting is because um, people want to come in and, and talk really highly of y'all and say like really good words. So that's why we're gonna try to make it really nice and fancy. And then also the mayor wants to do something too. Um, but yeah, um, and then we're also um, working on our annual report we'll, with some, yeah. So please be patient with us because that is due June 30th. If you have any questions, just text me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay, any questions for staff? Seeing none, um, can you please call item number 14? Item number 14 is announcements. All right, so now is the time for any community events um, that would be interesting for the YC. Yeah, she did. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the Pride Parade is coming up. So. The last Sunday of June. 25th. I believe. Um, whoa. Whoa. No, no, nothing. That's a, I just said a whoa. Yeah. Um, Supervisor Mandelman's office is doing a youth pride art show. It is on June 15th, 4 to 5.30 p.m. It's at City Hall, room 278. Um, yeah, it will be very cool. Okay. Yes. Uh, yes, so um, we got invited by the Department of Status on Women um, to a dinner in Soma, Soho. Tomorrow? That's, yeah, it is tomorrow. Um, they did invite us on Friday, but staff technically doesn't work on the weekend, so we could not have sent it until today. But if y'all uh, can go, you should go. Great opportunity to network and meet other commissioners and departments. We have CEEC, but the rest of y'all should definitely go. We'll be here. I saw that and I was like, oh. like six. I want to Tomorrow? say six to eight. Six to eight. Yeah. Oh, I could go after my nap. I'm gonna nap soon. Okay. Any other events? Seeing none, can you please call item number fifteen? Item number fifteen is adjournment. Also, See? woo! What a short meeting. Yeah. Congratulations. Meeting is adjourned at six forty-six p.m.